0: There's an awful lot of activity going on outside your door, and some of it is absolutely captivating, especially if you're focused on squirrels and hummingbirds. I was watching red squirrels in my yard the other day. They can put on a show that is as much fun as watching, well, hummingbirds. As pesty as they can be if the squirrels intrude indoors, they are fun to watch, digging in the grass, trying to navigate my squirrel proof bird feeder, sitting upright with acorns in hand, and chasing each other up and down trees in either an intense defense of territory or a joyful romp for fun. I hope that their motivation is the latter, but I strongly suspect it's the former. Squirrels are just like that. It's innate, I know, but it's also a shame in a way. The giant oak tree that sits outside our kitchen window generates more acorns each year to feed more squirrels than have resided here in history. One tiny red squirrel working the right side of that tree wouldn't even be able to see a rival on the left side, such as the immense distance involved. By autumn, there are enough acorns just on the ground to resemble spillage at a marble factory more than the competing rivals could ever squirrel away for multiple winters. And that's just one tree in an immense forest. By the late autumn, I'm raking thousands of unclaimed acorns, wondering why they weren't gathered up by the scores of red squirrels in the woods. Ultimately, it seems like a terrible waste. Apparently, it's not that the squirrels need the food for themselves, even if they could cognitively understand that. Rather, it's the establishment and defense of a territory, regardless of need. There's an instinctive drive for dominance, for excluding other squirrels from the territory. It never occurs to squirrels to share or look out for fellow squirrels, I guess they figure that it's every squirrel for himself. Meanwhile, sitting on the porch, being entertained by squirrels battling for supremacy, I am distracted by what can only be described as dive-bombing taking place outside my window. There, hummingbirds are engaged in aerial warfare around one of our feeders. Just as one approaches the false flower dispenser, another bird swoops in to chase the first one away. And as the victor in that confrontation stages itself for nectar rewards, another attacker zooms in to clear the space. And so it goes, a high-speed hum of territoriality, with three or four flying aces strafing each other to prevent feeding at any one of at least five feeder ports. The acrobatics are amazing to behold, amplified by the zipping in the air of these aeronautic wizards. The display is nothing short of breathtaking. Due to the positioning of the feeders, I am able to stand within inches of the eventual victors. They are amazing creatures. Of course, we all know the sound from which they are named, the humming of wings that beat 50 times per second or more. But watching them from inches away, I note real differences in each bird. Some are red on their breasts. Others are a bright white color. Several have beaks that are perfectly straight and long. Others have beaks slightly curved at the end. I wonder if that makes it easier to extract nectar from plants. They seem to be as individual as people are, which makes me enjoy my observations even more. I find myself rooting for certain dive bombers over others, sometimes based solely upon how they look. But it's also a little sad to behold the plentiful feeders being so restricted to so many birds. I love watching things in nature, but I hate the brutality in it. At least we human beings have been gifted with a consciousness of life and the innate drive to share and to see each other with empathy and inclusiveness, right?